Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is Israelitis, as known as Omega, Omega Shanai, you know, probably more names, but anyway. Hey everyone, I'm super nervous about this episode because it's something to do with religious people, legalistic people, and I'm kind of nervous because I never thought I would actually share something like this. I thought I would... I don't know, I didn't think y'all would ever, um, yeah, I didn't think I would ever share something like this, but it's time, cause the father is doing something really cool in this time, and it gotta be out here, <laughs> but anyway, if you're listening, please, um, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with whomever you can get it to, um, as well as check out my other episodes if you would like, and yeah, I share my testimony and I share parts one and two. Part three will come out at some point, but yes. Okay, so first things first, I need to give you a little bit of background. Okay, so okay, so I okay, so I am growing up in like okay, so I grew up Christian, but then woke up to know that I'm an Israelite and all those fun things, you know, nothing against anybody, but just specifically, this is like my story. Woke up to be an Israelite and then guess what happened? Um, we started keeping the Sabbath and all those things, but then I started hearing doctrines of like, kind of similar to like Pentecostal doctrines, like women can't teach in the church, um, uh, like yeah, women can't teach in a church, or, yeah, hallelujah, women can't teach in a church, sorry, I'm just, like, stuttering, because it's so awkward, women can't wear pants, and, uh, women are just only supposed to be at home, and all this stuff, and through my prayer, and I was just like, Father, that doesn't make sense, because everyone has a calling, right, like, I would always pray that, I was like, only like, a senior in high school, I believe, and I was just praying stuff like this, and now I'm a, technically a junior, um, long story short, just a junior, so yeah, I'm a junior in college, and so yeah, I was just, I was a senior in high school, and sorry for if there's any noise in the background i'm so sorry and also sorry for the pausing i'm just trying to figure out like by the holy spirit to see make sure i say it correctly but anyway i grew up and i used to wear jeans all the time but the thing is there were skinny jeans which technically isn't appropriate but this the time it just is i'm gonna get into it but just um Anyway, it was just frustrating. I was told I couldn't wear pants anymore, that it was a sin, abomination for women to wear pants. And I was just kind of like, what? (laughs) I was so confused. I was like, okay, it's a sin for me to wear pants? I was so lost. Like, you have no idea how confused I was and angry because I was told that, like, we should only wear dresses and but like dresses can be sinful too that's what i would pray i'd be like father but dresses can be sinful too it can be too short it can be too tight it can be a little cropped up together you know you never know how it can be it can be see-through you know it just depends on what kind of dress you like and i was just kind of like i don't understand that doctrine i was so confused and i didn't understand the doctrine of women couldn't teach because women have more insight that is it's, it's just like a 
like you know how men teach and that's great um because i love the men men being the head hallelujah that is great but i feel like we can't neglect the calling of the woman that is meant not only to teach her children but to many more people that may need to be taught something that hearing a man say it may be irritating but hearing a woman say it may be nice whether male or female because the males may have gotten it so hard on them but um and 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 vice versa like male may have gotten hard on them and they don't feel like hearing a man telling them this and that and then a woman comes along in the gentle and quiet spirit not saying men can can't be gentle but i'm just saying most men are like i'm tough i'm hard you know but <laughs> y'all get the point but anyway i don't want to bash anybody not bashing my people bashing no other christian pentecostal people not bashing nobody i'm just speaking what the what the most high has spoken to me what the lord yahuwah has spoken to me and the god of abraham isaac and jacob and i'm just and through prayer and as well as um some a little bit of fasting but a lot of just prayer and seeking him but anyway so now um Yes, so I was I was just praying and seeking him and I was so frustrated and then I went to college and just completely like went all like rebelled. Not like went around butt naked, but I never dressed up. I never looked nice. Um even my uh, uh sophomore year of college, I still was like, "Eh, you know, I want to wear dresses, but I still was like I don't want it to be a doctrine, though. I just wear it for fun, like, to be cute, um, which I will get into <clears throat> in a second. Yeah, I will get into it in a second, but I just really, 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 um, right now, to start off. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand that. I was like, well, it's still not a sin to me, though. Like, yeah, I can wear it. Like, the Holy Spirit was like, wear dresses every day, not because pants was a sin, but to bring the girliness out of me it was like and i also this was before this i was wearing head coverings every day and that's what the holy spirit wanted me to do i don't still don't really understand every single reason solitary reason i just know that things that i've learned with my head covering which i will probably make an episode on but i've learned so much humility not like ever before but um anyway <laughs> yeah so yeah i just was going through that season of like yeah so i would pray and be like father like why can't i wear pants why is it a sin where did you say that when did you say that deuteronomy 22 5 doesn't say that because they didn't wear pants back then so how is it a sin now all of a sudden I was like, but you weren't referring to that. I was just asking him all these questions. I was challenging the most high, but trying to be respectful as possible. Because I was like, there's no way this is a doctrine that is true. Like, this is the true word of God. You know how people say. But I was just like, what? You know? And then, um, but let's rewind to teaching about women can't teach in the churches. And women can't teach. I've heard women can't teach men either, which... I kind of disagree with just because that kind of don't make sense like to say like but then men can teach the women I don't know that don't make sense to me but I'm not gonna get into that um of course we all 
have our preference and calling of who we want to teach and who what age groups and all those things but like I wouldn't say like oh I would only teach um women just because it's a sin if I teach men no I just it's my preference like to teach children to teach them because I love children but some women they will teach young adult men and young adult women and they have them all in the same room teaching you know you just never know your calling but um but yeah I've been I've heard that like women can't teach men but I'm like but the men are teaching us so like what is what I was so confused I was like okay that doesn't make sense father and so yeah anyway this time if she's a Christian by the way this person I'm about to name Sadie Robinson now she's married she's Sadie Robinson Huff and she's a Christian of course but funny thing I somehow ran into her videos I don't know how but I saw her speaking in like congregations she travels and she's like a traveler who speaks around she doesn't have a specific church i don't believe that she speaks at but if the holy spirit leads her to speak somewhere they invite her and she goes and speaks and things like that which i think is pretty cool but when i first saw her i was like a little soft i mean that sophomore senior i was like oh my gosh it's a woman i've never seen a woman up like even in church growing up I, I think I saw one, but she wasn't really like a role model for me to be like, oh my God, I want to be just like this woman. So I was like six. I don't really know what was going on at six, but yeah. So, um, or I don't remember how old I was, but you get the gist of the, you get the idea, I hope. But yeah, and this woman, she comes up and she's so young too. She's like probably like, I think 23 or something like that. She's like around my age and I'm 21. Um and well well, before that she was like 20 so or like 18 or something like that I don't remember but anyway it was a video called to my fellow college students and she started teaching and saying the biggest fear of college students is the fear of like I think it was like a fear of missing out and like fear of the like the world and what they're gonna think if they follow Christ and all this stuff and I was like wow I want to do something like that too I could speak like that too I literally am not exaggerating I don't know how that happened but I literally was like oh my gosh she's doing it I can do that too for many women for many young adult men I can I can teach them too I can teach college I can teach you know kids I can you know I was like going off y'all I was like I can teach youth I can teach high schoolers men and women like oh my or boys and girls like oh my gosh that's so interesting like I was like wow wow I can teach to to the young to the old you know I was so excited and then I was like Abba I was like yeah like I can I can be that but like I don't like speaking in front of people but I can do that you know like awkward as I am I can do that and I got so excited and you guys don't understand how excited I got and then even years later I still heard the same doctrine women can't teach women can't this but I was thinking like well why did the father inspire a woman to have me think of more than just sitting at home and cleaning and cooking because I was wondering that I know people they say well that's an assignment that's for a season but you don't ever a calling is never for a season it may change during each season of your life like different assignments different areas but your calling will always be the same no matter what you know it's just it's always going to be the same 
um but anyway I just yeah and he and I was like why would he give me say he and then every time I think about it so crazy every time I think of this topic Sadie Robinson pops up on my uh phone and I'd be like oh my god Sadie Robinson you know oh yeah she got a new uh sermon you know I'm like excited and it was so good oh my goodness I was like wow this is stuff that the father taught me like oh my goodness and like different stuff it was just so good I forgot the title of the video but it was just so good I was like wow father I can literally do that and like it was like literally this past like year or something I don't remember but it was so good and I was so grateful uh, to just be reminded again and again and again. Like the father just keeps reminding me of her always. And I, I cannot explain to you why, but I know why. But it's just so, like if I were explaining this to, not to be rude, but to any of, anyone who doesn't believe women could teach, I can't help to be inspired. But also in that video, oh my God, it's so good. The father is so good. Okay, um she said that she grew up in a traditional church that didn't believe women should teach in the church and not many women taught in the church and she grew up like that and she went to a conference and she's like oh it's like an ordinary conference like oh okay cool and she went there and y'all like she saw a woman go up there that's crazy right she saw a woman go up on this stage and she said wow this woman is filled with the holy spirit oh my gosh i want to be like that and that's so crazy like you know and she was like and now she's like that and I, she's inspiring me and i'm gonna be like that maybe not exactly like her maybe not exactly how they're doing it you know because the father can use us in, in many different ways and different um in different ways of how we can preach her preach his good news but i thought that was so cool like how she said like she saw a woman go up there and teach she said oh i can do that like i want to be like that woman you know and that just really proves how can the father be so like hypocritical of himself in the word to say like a woman can't teach but then inspire other women that are teaching and then the people that the women that he wants us to be inspired like hold on hold on okay so the inspiration so why would the father inspire us to want to be like those women think about it like if i really genuinely was like oh i i don't know if women can teach but like i don't know you know but if the father has inspired you and be like look you can do this too why would he do that if it's a sin if it's wrong for women to teach and i'm not saying anything about pulpit i'm talking about in general i'm talking about generalizing of teaching not just like how just in general whether you're traveling whether you're a pastor i just in general i'm saying in general because i don't know about pastoring but i do know that there's so many ways to pastor by the way you don't have to just pastor a whole congregation you can pastor children you can pastor youth you can pastor high schoolers you can pastor like so many people there's so many people you can pastor it's not an exaggeration but anyway that's a whole other topic that i'm still praying about but um anyway um that why would the father give me inspiration to want to do what this woman city robinson has done and by the way she has a podcast it's pretty cool i don't listen to it all the time but you know you just some you have some people that you listen to all the time and some people you're just like oh every once in a while but yeah it's pretty cool um it's called whoa it's a good podcast but anyway i 
um, not idolizing her, but she was, because thou shall not have no, make yourself any graven images, no idols, don't put anything, you know, don't make, you know, yeah, but anyway, <sighs> the scriptures that, but, um, but, <laughs> sorry y'all, I'm a mess, but I'm just so shocked that I'm doing this right now, but yeah, anyway, I, been praying even now to this day i still pray like because my dad doesn't see it i love my dad nothing against him by the way nothing against any men nothing against anybody because hallelujah because you cannot you don't know who you're talking against you need to be careful even if you don't understand why they believe that do not speak against anybody who believes his doctrine because you cannot you got to be careful who you're cursing because you don't know the anointing on their life. And you just got to be careful. And also, we got to be careful who we're cursing who may not wear the most modest clothing because they may be anointed. They may be so anointed you don't even know that because not only, yeah, the outward appearance, but like you're assuming that, oh, well, they're not a God because they wearing this and they're wearing that or they're teaching in the pulpit. They're not anointed. But you got to be careful who you're cursing, who you're saying is not of the Father. Because you don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's some obvious like things like, oh yeah, they're obviously in witchcraft. Obviously, they're false Christians. Obviously. But some people, you cannot. You just got to be careful. The Father has revealed that to me recently. He said, be careful who you say is not of me. And not, and who you say that is not a follower of of." of me you know and I was like "Ooh, that's good because I didn't even think about that but anyway because that's a word that I'm gonna read to you all and hmm yes and so yeah um not right now but I just wanted to throw that out there like we got to be careful who we say and it's not of him but also take note of like it's obvious like oh he just wants the money for the church he obviously wants the coin it's pretty obvious oh he just wants to deceive people pretty obvious but some some people they're not meaning to or they're just doing what you they don't know you know some people don't realize they're being deceptive you know you can be deceiving without even realizing it um just be real but anyway teaching in the church so yeah but the father during this time i fasted um it was last year last winter and it was like winter break and i fasted seven days and nights and let me tell you how the father spoke to me so powerfully like not about just teaching but just how he called like what he said my calling was and just how amazing that was he says I'm gonna call you to be a speaker like you can't sing but you can speak and I was like oh so I gotta speak in front of people (laughs) even though I just said like literally a few years ago like I'm so excited but then I'm like oh god I gotta speak in front of all these people you know how it is you know the story of Moses most people know it and just and like how he was scared because he didn't have the greatest speech you know he had stuttering problems I guess and I don't know he just was scared to speak but I'm just don't like speaking in front of people. I'm just awkward. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so he was just like, Omega. I like, I, it was like, by the way, he speaks through me. So I was using a journal and it was, I was writing and I was just praying and seeking. 
and I was just writing it out. This was after I fasted. Usually he gives you revelation after you fast. Usually. Sometimes it'll be a little bit, but usually a lot of it is after you fast. And I was writing, and he was just like, it was just, it just came to my mind. It was just like, I'm going to use you as a woman. Like, he said that to me, and I was like, what? You know, I was thrown off. You know, I was just like, you know? And I was writing out stuff, and he was like, I'm going to use you, use you to speak. You know, and he reminded me of Sadie Robinson, and I was like, wow. I don't know if it's going to be exactly how she's doing it, but yeah, um... But he's like, I'm going to use you to speak. I'm going to use you very mightily. Especially this specific season. It's a different assignment. It's different assignments for every season. But he was just like telling me that he's going to use me as a woman. And that he said that he never said that he can use, that he couldn't use a woman, a woman, a woman. And I've heard about the story of Judith, one of the apocryphal books that was taken out of the Bible. And it's a powerful book. And this woman named Judith, she was a widow. Mm, hallelujah. Sorry, the Holy Spirit's moving. It just reminded me of stories. And I read that story. I read it from the beginning to the end. It was not that, I don't think it was that long, but um, I don't remember how many chapters it was in it. But it was powerful to me to see a woman in leadership, but she wasn't trying to rule over anybody, but she was just trying to, I, I'll give you the background. Okay, so the story was, Judith was a widowed woman. Her man, he went to war. And when he went to war, I forgot who they were fighting against, but they went to war. As you guys can see, I'm going by the Holy Spirit and on a whim, on a like a random moment to do this. So I just don't have any notes, any stories ready. But anyway, he just... But yeah, he went to war and he died, you know, and she was a widowed woman and she had her own little place. She had, she had riches and she was rich, not only from her husband, but from people like in the original Testament, the old Testament, how they have to give 10% to the widow and to the poor and to the stranger, all those things. And that's what she was getting it. But she was just so blessed because she was a woman of the father. She was a woman of the most high. And she was just, she was beautiful too. And she had on her widow outfits and everything. But there was a situation where uh, one of the other nations were trying to come against us, and the the men that was in leadership were being all scared. They were like, "Oh, uh, we should go in there and attack them," but they were like, "We don't know." But she was a faithful woman, and she, man, y'all, and she was like praying and all these things. She was praying, and she was just like um, telling the men, "I will go." to the king you know i will go to him to this other nation i forgot what their name is and one second i think i'm gonna find it for y'all okay i'm back okay so <laughs> but yeah so she said things like okay so i'm gonna say the father's name so like yahuwah el, Sh el shaddai she said things like that and be like you see the your people just in agony and your the sons and daughters being in captivity we can all about to die pretty much kind of like a david prayer being dramatic you know but it's still like they're literally about to die and like how sorry just so many things i was just kind of like oh i don't know yeah and he would just like just speak from you know your heart and so that's what i'm doing so i hope that you guys are still enjoying this but anyway so yes he uses woman and 
She was like, Yahuwah, let thy word be true that you know that you save your people and that we keep your commandments and all this stuff. She was just going off, you know, and um, and she went to, I guess she, yeah, she went to the leaders and told, oh no, the maid and told her what to do and like how she was preparing to go and like go to this camp. But what she did was, hallelujah, she dressed up very beautifully. She didn't, she took off her widow outfit and she like put probably makeup on. I don't know. I don't know what she wore, but she got all dressed up, looking nice, cute and stuff. And she wore it. She looked all nice and she went, she's, and then go, and the people were like, cool, like, go ahead and go. Cause we terrified. They looking all scared. Like they supposed to be the men of, of the most high of Yahuwah and like they're out here scared like oh go ahead woman (laughs) like we're scared but in the end y'all she went there and they were so enraptured by her beauty because she was beautiful and then she would they would drink and be merry but she didn't drink they were drinking and they were like having like a little i guess party i don't remember but she um she made sure he had enough to drink the king and she like uh <laughs> and she cut off his head while he was asleep you know how deep that is she technically tricked them tricked them you know she technically tricked them you know and also yes the father's reminding me so i he's reminding me that i wrote down some words that will make sense with everything that i that i was saying about women teaching and women wearing pants and all this stuff but um um anyway um yes so she cut off his head she came back with his head and they were saying yeah victory and they celebrated her for three months you guys think about how long that is to celebrate somebody. They celebrated her and praised Yah for this woman. You know how powerful that is to me? Like, and then she was telling the men, hey, go do this, go do that. She wasn't putting herself in authority and saying, let me do it. But no, she knew that she was not about to be watchmen and she wasn't about to do that. Like, she literally you know women didn't do that and women still pretty much don't do that but like she still had leadership and she feared the most high she feared him very greatly but they they respected her and they listened to her and they were like okay we're gonna do this they were starting to do their work and started to move and they made a party for her and celebrated her and remembered her and all the days of her life she was blessed and you know how powerful that is to me like i don't know if it's to y'all but this woman judith the book of judith and it's one of the apocrypha books once again it's so many books that is taken out of the bible but um judith a woman of character virtuousness but also humility because she knew she wasn't ahead of men but she knew we weren't she was like no we're not about to be destroyed y'all what else should die prove yourself to use me let me go down there like she was not playing and look she took the head off of the king like she literally defeated the people and like the men were so excited because they didn't have the courage because they didn't trust the most high and that's so powerful to me and the most high is just really slowing out of me right now because man i'm passionate about this story and also i'm reading the book of esther and it's so powerful to me how 
She's a woman of character, and she was willing to die for her people just to tell the king Xerxes or Asterisk about how Haman was literally about to literally set a letter to destroy the people of Israel. And like, but they, he, he didn't know that, but he was literally envious of Mordecai and he was mad and they had they said you have to and the and the king really loved esther and he was like whatever you ask of me i will give you even half up to half the kingdom she didn't ask for that all she wanted was her people to be saved you know and that's so powerful how much he loved this woman but this woman had authority that was so respectful because it even showed that she uh that when she um yeah, when they um, when they got the victory and like they weren't defeated anymore, the letters were kind of uh, debunked. Now they weren't. Um, what's another word? They were canceled. Technically canceled. Lol. But um, she, hallelujah, she did this thing where like, or not, not she, the king, which she's the queen Esther, which is powerful. She's so known in that time, Queen Esther. That's why she's known for that. But anyway, she, the king gave her, uh, Haman's, um, room, but what Esther did, hallelujah, he gave Mordecai rulership over that place. You know how powerful that is? She could have easily put herself over the man. But you see, she has authority to put places where men should and where women should. It isn't that she couldn't do it, but it was just some things are not meant for women. But anyway, it just proved to me that the women in the Bible, they had leadership, but they knew that they weren't going to put their, usurp their authority over the man, but they also knew they weren't about to get punked, you know, they also knew, like, I don't want my people to die, so I'd rather die for them, the king may have to kill me, because she said that in the uh, Bible, she said, like, um, well, if I die, I die, but at least I tried, like, she said, at least I tried, I'm summarizing, at least I tried, because she didn't want to see her people die, and I'm also reading some parts, also, some of the rest of it is in the Apocrypha, it's so good, and I haven't finished it yet, but it's just so good, like, man, it's so good, but anyway, um, but anyway, it's just showing me how Esther was a woman that was in leadership. Technically, even the king was just like, yeah, I'll give you up to half the kingdom. Like, why would he give the woman up to half the kingdom? Think about it. Like, why would he do that? Because he respected her. He loved her. He he just loved her so much, you know? And that just really proves to me that a lot of, especially the Hebrew women and in general women were something special you know there was something special and it's nothing against the other nations but it's just there was something special about them that made them very authoritative but they also knew like oh no i'm not about to be disrespectful but like yo you know we need to fight this fight like judith like you know we gonna kill him like (laughs) she didn't play no games you know like (laughs) so like it really father was revealing that to me and he was like remember my servant judith remember my servant esther like he had me reading esther and i was like wow esther is deep esther was just the the person they talked about esther 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 you know and like mordecai was known too because he was blessed by the king too and because um and esther that was that was her uncle yeah mordecai's uncle right 
Esther's uncle was Mordecai. <laughs> there we go. And I just thought that was so powerful. I was like, Father, you know, she could have easily just put herself in rulership over this house of Haman. Or I forgot what they called it, but like it was like this house. She could have easily, because when Haman was hanged, it was like, oh, he took away the ring and put it on Mordecai and gave the house to Esther. But Esther put Mordecai over rulership over that place. And, you know, she could have easily put herself over, but she knew, like, she wasn't about to do that. But she knew that she had authority to put her people in places where she could. And that shows that a woman is not meant to just be silent. You know, some scriptures are misinterpreted, and the Most High is not pleased with that. You know, he's not saying, women, go ahead, go on strike, be who you are, be the head. No, he's not saying that. He said, don't do that. But what he was telling me was, do not, hallelujah, he said, do not disclose women to just be in the house because they have, hallelujah, la, 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 ki, hallelujah, sorry, speaking in the spirit, my bad, man, his father is speaking to me right now, <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all, this Holy Spirit moved upon me, um, if you don't believe in tongues, I'm sorry, but I receive interpretation most, like, all the time, not most of the time, all the time, but anyway, <laughs> I just started speaking in the spirit. But anyway, she has, um, wait, but yeah, this, these women have purpose. They're more than just women who, oh, take care of the house, take care of the kids. Yes, that is beautiful to him. He said, I, I love that. But these, but women have a calling of evangelism. You know, think about it. You know, you have evangelists, you have prophetess or prophets. You have, um, you have teachers, pastors, you have uh, apostles, and um, I feel like I'm missing one. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the gist of that. That, that. That's what he was revealing to me. He said, why would I give you a calling to be a teacher, but then you can't even teach the stuff that I've told you about. Like, I've taught you so much, and I can't, yeah, I was, I was asking him this stuff, too. I was like, so all this stuff about my testimony, and about, um, uh, like, just in general, what I've learned with my walk with you is not, it can't just be for women, like, that doesn't make sense. I was like, this stuff can be for men, too. Men struggle. Like, come on. <laughs> can't forget about the men. And think about it. When we have kids, women, we're going to teach our, if we have boys, we're going to teach boys. Yes, the men are going to teach the men how to be man and stuff. But us females, we are the ones that are going to be teaching our children the way that they should go. Really, we're the ones that are going to be really raising our children. Like, not in a sense the men are not raising them. But as in, according to scripture, you see, Solomon in Proverbs, uh, his mother was teaching him. You know, that's what the mo moms did. The mother taught them, you know. Not because the men didn't can teach, but it was just, but think about it. Like, they're teaching the men boys, like their children, but why not teach the men outside of that too? Not saying, if your husband's like, no, don't do that. Like, don't be disrespectful. Don't override them. Don't do that. But, um, but if your husband really, truly knew your calling or your father on earth because, you know, um, like if you're not married and you're single and your head is your father, then that, like, don't be disrespectful to him either. And also, um, um, uh, yes, okay, that's what I was trying to say. So if you're, if you, they knew truly your calling, if they really saw your calling, if they didn't just see you as a woman just to take care of the house, 
and they saw far beyond what they see and what the world and what the uh, Christian Pentecostal or even Hebrew just the Israelite people have been saying like women can't do but they just sit in the house and be quiet or they can't even ask questions in churches and I'm just like huh like I can't ask a question what if my husband don't have an answer to it like (laughs) or what if my dad doesn't have an answer to it or what if the Holy Spirit is challenging the leader of their doctrine hallelujah because that's what I do and not disrespectfully I don't be like well you need to know no 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 y'all like (laughs) I'm not crazy I do that at school because I've always wondered that I've asked the father this too I said I do this at school like I ask my professors questions why can't I do it when I'm in a congregation for a church what is the difference like this authoritative professor and but I'm asking him and challenging him in respect in a respectful manner but why can't I do that in a church what is the difference is no difference to the father because it's the same it's just you're not in a church setting you're literally in a classroom but I'm in a Hebrew class and you know you take Old Testament New Testament these classes so like I mean these schools so like you challenge professors and things like that not always don't always challenge him with everything if the holy spirit says no don't say anything don't say anything even including men don't say anything just be still and know that he is yeah and he has a plan but um but like i love to challenge professors with doctrines and commandments of men because i i don't like that i don't like doctrines of commandments of men i don't like it because the father has shown it to me thousands of times like i never said women couldn't wear pants I think it's just misunderstood when we're in transition. The father, all he does is transition us not away from pants in the sense of like, oh my gosh, this is an abomination. But all he's trying to do is bring back like, for me, feminine, feminine, you know, like the dresses that are for today are for women. If men are wearing them, they're cross-dressing. I'm sorry. But like back then, men wore robes and women wore robes. But it was like different colors for the women and the men. Things like that. But like today, there's no dresses for men. So if you're wearing dresses that look, that's obviously for females, you need to sit down. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. You're cross-dressing, you need to sit down. Okay. I'm just saying. I just got to put that out there. The Most High is not playing, okay? Because the Father revealed that to me. He said, yeah, the dresses for today are not for men. They're for women. But it didn't mean that they women can't wear pants, if that makes sense. But if the men wear those dresses, it's not for them. But if they made a robe that is masculine and for them, they could wear that. Because that's a technically a dress, but for men. But if you look at the history, men didn't wear pants back then up until, like, probably, like, some century with the persians or something like that i forgot like what i looked up and stuff but like even then women were wearing it too like and they a lot of them created it because it was uncomfortable riding horses on them you know women we weren't riding horses we were literally you know home you know taking care of the house you know but like because there was no such thing as school like back then think about it there was no school no college there was no there was nothing really that anyone really had like even men like there was no school for them you know unless like the other cultures made it but in the bible hebrew culture we didn't there was no like school it was just about the torah that was it but then we got into captivity which is different things that we've learned over the years that not all bad because school is great you know i personally don't really like being in a classroom but by the obedience of the holy spirit i'm in the classroom but anyway the summary of this is that the father is not really pleased with the doctrines and commandments of men he's not saying women rebel 
Hallelujah. He's not saying women rebel. He's not saying women go ahead and rebel against your head and say, I can do whatever I want. Do not disrespect him. Do not use super authority over the man. Do not be disrespectful. Because wearing a dress isn't bad, you know? But the f- I um but it is not bad, you know, for us females. But I don't want it to be a doctrine to say, oh, it's a sin to wear pants. Because I wear dresses now, like all the time. Because I prayed this prayer, and this is where it gets juicy. This is where I, well, not where it gets juicy, the whole thing is probably juicy. But anyway, I prayed this prayer. I said, Father, you know, what do you want me to wear? Because I want my husband to notice me. You know, I don't want to look like garbage. Because I, I was used to be an athlete, and I used to wear leggings and t-shirts. That was it. Or a hoodie. I was not cute at all, y'all. I was just so ratchet. Like, I was so ugly. Not ratchet, but ugly. Like, I was not dressing cute at all. And I was like, Father, I want to look nice. I want my husband to see me in royalty. I want to look nice. And I was like, what do I wear? You know, and he was just like, wear dresses. Not because it was a sin to wear pants, but the pants that I had were not good. It was leggings, like tight clothes on me. Like what? You know, like, and not even just that. It's not cute. Like, you know, it's not going to be stylish. Like, ooh, it's just leggings. You work out in them. <laughs> that's it <laughs> they're not to be cute or like i had a few skinny jeans but he's like i don't want you to wear those anymore um and i didn't really have pants anyway so all i had was dresses so he said just wear the dresses that you have and be blessed and he blessed me with even more dresses and recently he's blessed me with pants as well because he said prepare for winter because winter is coming y'all um but it didn't mean that I couldn't wear pants or, oh, if it's cold, you can't wear pants. Like, no, he's just preparing me for this man that I don't even, I haven't even seen. He probably already saw me already because I was dressing like I dress, wear dresses every day except a few times, you know, I wear pants a little bit just to kind of get a little different. Like, cause I'll be tired. I don't feel like it, but I don't, I, but they're not tight pants they're loose pants they're comfortable but also modest but feminine is just beautiful you know and um yeah and people notice you know they notice what you wear and how modest you look no matter what but i'm not gonna put that you know in like you know i'm not gonna be all up into modesty but i love modesty but i don't like doctrines of commitments of men to put it on people to say they can't wear pants because that's not true that's not true y'all has not said that and it's just nerve-wracking to say that but it's not true and i know i'm gonna get eat up alive by saying this um by the israelite community by my my people by the christian pentecostal the holiness people nothing against them by the way go ahead wear your dresses wear your skirts blessed to you blessings to you hallelujah you know that you're trying to be modest that's great but like that's not shouldn't be a doctrine of commandments of men because remember dresses and skirts can be immodest too and yeah so yeah and so like i was praying that and i was like father i want to look cute you know i want to look nice for my husband is i want to be modest too i don't want to look like a whore you know but i don't want to look like i rolled out the bed or look like a church girl on the moon <laughs> like i didn't want to look like busted i wanted to look royalty i want to look good i want to walk in the light of the most high because you know i was like kings and princes of the most high they were looking royalty they were looking all good you know the holy angels of the most high they look good you know they got their royalty the light of the most high on them so father i want to look royalty and he said okay and he's been blessing me with all these cute dresses and i'm just like this is tight and i have my head covering and everything 
everything and people notice but i never i haven't been asked as to why i wear dresses they just assume probably like oh i believe i should only wear dresses but i don't really know i really don't know um but i love it especially it's hot outside it's warm it's cool a little breezy you know it's good to wear dresses it's fine like i think it's great but when it's cold it sometimes can get uncomfortable wearing dresses i'm not gonna lie i've tried it last year before and it's just so uncomfortable and i would give up i'm like no this ain't it but some dresses they are mostly like some of them like i had like they were good for winter especially when they were thicker like fabric i think they they were better for winter and with leggings underneath it was so much better but some dresses are just not meant for winter it was just like no way um <laughs> i was like no way <laughs> but yeah um anyway it's just it's is um so yeah so with the dresses and pants and that's by the holy spirit if you feel convicted of wearing pants and you're like oh no it's abomination to you maybe you had an idol maybe you just i don't know but i know for sure for me he did not say he said no i need you to buy pants for winter like he said something huge is coming i need you to be ready like i don't want you to be out here in a dress like i need you in pants i need you to be warm i need you in a coat in a jacket in a sweater you know and i was like okay not saying by the way though he bought me cute stuff too <laughs> he he allowed me to buy and, and guess what so funny yesterday i went shopping or not yesterday it's shabbat <laughs> it was shabbat yesterday lol i don't know when i'm uploading this so but anyway um it was on friday and um i went shopping and i was just like father like because i wasn't finding anything else i know i heard you say go buy pants and I'm like i'm not finding what i want at the mall and it was just like it wasn't what i wanted it was just like hmm, i don't know what i'm looking for that i don't know you know and i kept feeling goodwill go to goodwill i felt it before i went to the mall but i was like ah no 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 feelings no feelings but i was like go to goodwill and i was like okay i'll go to goodwill i was like and then at first my sister was like oh you want to try and go to other stores and i was like yeah and then i was like oh wait no no no, 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 no. let's just go to goodwill let's just go to goodwill might as well go to goodwill and I went there and it had sale, right? It had a sale sign on there. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's my lane. If y'all on that train, yes. But anyway, I was on the sale side and I was like looking for pants and I was like, Father, I am struggling. Like I just like didn't know where to look. And you go to the thrift store and be like, Man, I don't know where to go. But um I went in there and that's where also I got some of my dresses. So ooh. But yeah, Goodwill and I was looking and my sister was helping me too. They were like, Oh, this is cute too. Look at this. Oh you what size you are? Like what size are you? And I said, What size <laughs> what? Anyway, what size are you? And I was like, Oh, I'm um you know, I can be a four or five, whatever. You know, I got a little thick um or bigger in my stomach ever since I not playing soccer anymore. So, you know, if y'all can relate, <laughs> relate <laughs> but anyway I um yeah so I um yeah so I picked it out and I was like oh this is cute and I found this jacket too and it was so tight and I was like oh yeah nine dollars oh yes so many jackets be mainly like 30 40 dollars I'm like nope them getting this jacket is like ten dollars and it was on sale too so all this stuff was on sale and I got all my clothes for twenty dollars you know how blessing that is like that is so powerful because i wasn't trying to like if i was like oh if it's a sin father i won't wear pants i promise you i won't but he was like no i need you to get some like <laughs> what are you doing like he was confused like just as i was confused <laughs> but not really but you get the joke but he was just like no 
and I was like feeling bad just because like I know my dad doesn't agree with me wearing pants but I just had to listen to the yeah I had to listen to the father he said get them trust me get them he kept saying trust me I understand what your situation is but get them anyway I need to I need you to get them and I don't know when how cold he's gonna be this winter but I'm glad I have them and I have them and they're very different pants they're kind of like dressier kind of like professional looking pants um not really I didn't I didn't get any jeans um um but yeah they're kind of nice um I tried to find jeans but I just wasn't feeling it I was like I want something else I don't know I just like to be different you know and it was just really cool and I was like oh this is nice this is nice one of them I kind of my sister is gonna hem for me so that's really nice because it's kind of it fits me but it was just long (laughs) and I'm short I'm five feet so yeah but the most high is just blessing me left and right with clothes like he kept telling me i kept praying blessing upon blessing my life like i don't know why i kept praying that i was like i don't know why i keep praying this father but hey hallelujah and he keep blessing me with clothes like clothes that i've been wondering about for years i was like man i want to be blessed with clothes more clothes and like more stuff that i can wear that is modest but also like you know fitting for me as a female i don't want to look like i roll out the bed but i also don't want to look like you know a prostitute or anything like but yeah i just didn't want to look you know horse nothing against anyone who's a prostitute by the way if you're listening blessings to you that you're trying to seek the father and the most high but i'm just saying like you know the different dresses between a prostitute and someone who's modest and you know the difference someone who's holy and who's not like you can see the difference but sometimes in these days you can't really tell but anyway moral of that story Oh, I'm trying to hurry up because it's like a 60 minute limit and I'm on 49.08 and I'm the father is just really hallelujah and I wasn't even wanting to do this episode either I was like no way but he kept telling me I need you to make this episode and I was like uh, <laughs> you're funny and so yeah anyway I hallelujah got pants from Goodwill and I got a dress from Forever 21 and it was so funny is that I was supposed to be there to buy pants but I saw this cute dress and it was $12 and I was like oh father you I can't pass this up come on now father you not playing with me it's Forever 21 this is cute and it is $12 like to Forever 21 this is the sale rack like <laughs> y'all like the father be blessed in me like he can bless you too like whether you believe it or not he can bless you we females he can bless you he can put blessings upon blessings. he can make you the head and not the tail to be above and not beneath but he can make you he can increase your cattle and all your uh clothes he can increase everything that is in your house he can increase your food he can increase everything man most high is so good man if if you're blessed by this testimony of mine of like how i got my pants and how i got my clothes and how i actually saw him about if it's a sin or not and some of y'all still be like oh you listen to another voice i'm sorry like that you feel that way but i really know i heard the voice of the most high and i just can't help it i try to be like oh don't we feel convicted of wearing pants and he's like no why would i make you feel something that isn't bad like and i was just like okay okay father i'm with you okay i'm still trying to hold on to this you know because there's very few people um who can understand this but you know i pray that you guys were blessed by this and blessed by women can teach but not usurp their authority over the man don't be disrespectful females please and men please be respectful to the women to respect the fact that the most high gifted them in different ways too to help you you know to help you as well 
you know, and if they're gifted in art, you know, and you're trying to draw something, she's like, uh, what are you doing? I can do that for you. Let her do it because she's gifted in that. Oh, you know, same way with the men. If they're gifted in something, women help them out, you know, uh, let them do their thing, you know, let them do their thing, you know, obviously in one together in Christ, though, of course, not just any marriage, you know, um, hallelujah so yes i want y'all to know that man i hope y'all are blessed by this but i am blessed by this revelation but man i didn't expect to make this episode once again i just was like oh what episode you want me to make and he just kept downloading himself about religious stuff and religious people and then also um in my next one i'm gonna do, do another one after this one because he wants me to read what he actually wrote me and when he had me, not wrote me, but actually he was writing in me, like writing through me. And I wasn't trying to do anything. I was like, no, I'm not trying to make, because I felt the same way about certain things, certain commitments of men and certain, you know, hypocrisies and different things that I just didn't like. But I wasn't trying to write it like, oh, ooh. But I was like, but he was just flowing. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But yeah, I am going to speak on that in the next one right after this one i'm literally gonna do right after but yeah i really hope you guys are blessed because i really struggled with this doctrine for so long like not even that long it was like since we woke up to know that we're hebrews and israelites and they just apparently assumed that that associated with women should only wear dresses and men should wear pants but remember y'all do y'all research on where that doctrine came from do your research on how that came about because that did not come from the father that's man-made doctrine so please be careful but let's also promote modesty females let's be like yes modesty let's be careful of what clothes we wear and how tight they are and let's be modest you know let's be great and beautiful and royalty but beautiful and modest like we can do it all you know we can prove that we don't have to look like grandma's going to church we can prove that we can look beautiful and royalty as the holy angels of the most high looking royalty of the most high we all can do this even men i know we boost the men but i need to boost the women because the women need boosting we need encouragement and men keep doing what you're doing keep on looking good keep on doing what you're doing but women we got this okay we can do this you know the father really wants me to encourage the women because the women are really not receiving much credit as what we need and much um uh, understanding and uh 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 boosting as in the bible as you see esther and judith being boosted it's like we're kind of just like oh we're boosted for cleaning the house but like dang that's all you see me for like (laughs) like that's it like you don't see in the bible that the women weren't just cleaning the house they were actually commanding people to do stuff you know and just like the prophetess holda and deborah all them you know check out the stories and judges and kings and you know pray about it seek the most high what you should and shouldn't wear you know it's it's conviction by the holy spirit it's just not by people telling you what to do what to wear just by the holy spirit i'm just telling you my experience and the father wanted me to do that he didn't want me to tell y'all y'all need to wear dresses y'all need to change your pants y'all need to uh change your your tight clothes to loose clothes like i'm just encouraging y'all just to be careful you know and just how i see so differently now and it's just such a blessing to me and it's such a blessing to me man now that i'm so different because i look around at my school and i'm like i'm so different not in a bad way not in a boastful like oh i'm i'm different i'm better no i'm not better than nobody i'm i'm just literally dirt on the ground i'm literally created from dirt on the ground so um i think that's so funny but yeah i 
yeah so definitely for sure i think that's so funny but yeah i i'm not i'm nothing special i just go by the holy spirit and i love people and i want them to see that hey i'm trying to be modest hey i'm trying to just cover my head because of modesty that's pretty much probably why i do i don't know just the holy spirit told me to do it y'all said do it his spirit was like cover your i want you to cover your head and i was like okay <laughs> i was like i didn't mind because i thought it was cute and it also is cute with your outfits and you can match scarves and also shout out to my sister's business yaya apparel and you guys can sh- check it out um i'm pretty sure she has some more scarves for you guys and also she has uh, a necklace um called she brew she brew necklaces and anyone can buy it it's not just for those who are not israelites it's for anybody it's just cool to represent the hebrew women you know it's nice to represent us a little bit and also she has earrings and they're really nice and you guys can get those as well on her website and yeah and i hope and also her instagram is yaya apparel if you guys want to check it out i'm gonna check out yes my sister i love her and i want everyone to know and yeah if the holy spirit if you feel led to like oh that's a good neck i would get that go ahead and get it hallelujah <laughs> but yeah um um yeah so i hope you guys are blessed by this i'm just so happy that i was able to share this i didn't think i was going to but i was like i kept thinking about it all week i was like oh, i can post it on my podcast but i was like nah 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 that's in my own thoughts that's my own head you know but i knew it was the father but i was like nah 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 because i just you know i just ugh, i hate doing stuff and then it don't work out and it'd be a mess and i mess it up and i move too fast but but yes, I hope you guys enjoyed this long episode of women able to teach in the churches. But depending on your calling, just go by the Holy Spirit. Don't be like, oh, I can teach now. Let me go up in here. No, no, no. Let, let Know your calling first. You need to know your calling. You can't just be out here just being a teacher. You got to be know your calling first. So <laughs> you got to know your calling first. So yeah. Um, I hope you guys just have a blessed day whenever you listen to this. And I love you guys so much. And yeah, bye. back to another episode this is israelitis it's kind of a continuation of what i was talking about last time about um about women not or women is women are able to teach and those doctrines that women aren't able to teach and and women not able to wear pants and they only should wear dresses and all this stuff but this is a continuation and (laughs) and so well let's get started so i prayed and prayed and prayed and i fasted i did a daniel fast hallelujah i would try it out try it out you guys fasting is so great especially during school year do a daniel fast you know you're doing all that moving and you gotta focus on your school work but you know you can't do a water fast that wouldn't be wise but you can do something you know not every single month no i just this is if you need clarity and or if you want to get closer to the father but other than that i mean there's other ways to fast you can fast from your phone you can fast from um tv (laughs) that yeah you can fast from tv and you can see a whole perspective of a lot of things like i can tell you my i'm i think i'm gonna pray about that like i want to share my experience of fasting from tv and my phone and everything because it's been changing my life honestly it changed my life in perspective of tv and my phone 
and what I should and shouldn't watch and things like that. But anyway, it's not that, this is not what this episode is about. This episode is about uh, what the word, the word that the Father gave me. This was on September 24th. This was literally like a few days ago. And I had a really weird morning. It was like I woke up later, right? And I didn't wake up too late, but I woke up and I was just like, hmm, you know? Today is different because my schedule was different because I woke up in the middle of the night and then I went back to sleep and stuff. And then, um, oh no, wait, I don't remember. <laughs> wait, yeah, I think I went back to sleep and yeah, and I woke up and it was like, seven or something like or it's like six and i usually wake up at like five in the morning so that's like a whole difference because like i usually like to do start homework at a specific time but i kept feeling by yeah to say like just go get dressed and take your food to go from saga like or this cafeteria excuse me we call it the cafeteria saga don't ask me why this is what it is call it saga and um, I mean, they explained why, by the way. I'm not just blindly using words, but I don't remember what they, why. It was just a phrase, because I think it was because, like, the food wasn't that good back then, and they used the word saga, soggy, you know? Huh. LOL. LOL. But anyway, um, I went to the cafeteria, and I got my food to go for breakfast, and I got it. And I didn't even eat it yet, because the, the Father was speaking. Like, the Holy Spirit was falling upon me in this moment. And it was, like, 9 o'clock. I was, it was, like, 8 or 9. And I was still, like, in the moment of prayer and reading scripture. And it was just, like, I was just, like, I was, like, I feel like I need to write something down. And I just began to open up my journal. And I started writing. And he spoke this word to me, y'all. I cannot explain to y'all. My goodness, it was powerful. And he said, you like what you see because it's obvious that it's good but you dislike what you don't understand you know how deep that is to me he said you like what you see because it's obvious that it's good but you dislike what you don't understand man that is like i was like what did you just say and also yes he's reminding me before that a few weeks i think a week before that he said to me um concerning like uh yeah concerning uh uh, like (laughs) concerning things like ah sorry concerning like his people israel waking up to know that they're israel but they're kind of bashing some christians and like teachers that are actually teaching the bible but they may not celebrate you know his holy feast they may not keep the sabbath but they didn't it didn't mean that they weren't holy spirit led you know and we just got to be careful but he was just telling me stuff like that like we got to be careful who we're saying you know is that you dislike what you see because because it seems good you know you like what you see because it seems good you know let me make sure i read that right yeah you like what you see because it's obvious that it's good like his word is good his his keeping the sabbath is good the biblical sabbath from friday evening to saturday evening from keeping the holy feast whether we're on the wrong off day or not is like we're trying our best to line up with the scriptures um you know and just like doing that but we're not celebrating pagan holidays but we see that is good but we dislike seeing christians not doing it you see because we don't understand that they're not there yet (laughs) you see what i mean i wasn't there i literally just woke up 2015 that's not even that long ago and I was upset at first. I was like, man, these Christians, pagan, you know, all this stuff. But he was revealing to me, be careful who you say is not of me. 
Because just because my people are keeping myself doesn't mean I'm well pleased with them. Hallelujah. Mm. Doesn't mean that I'm well pleased of how they're going about these teachings of my word. They're not going by my Ruach HaKodesh, my Holy Spirit. They're going by the way that they want it to go. And how the great awakening, yes, the people woke up in the land of their captivity. Hallelujah. If you don't know what I'm talking about about Israelite people, I am so sorry. Um, I'll, I'll pray. I pray that I will make a video on it. But um, just know that I believe in the son, Yahushua, Yahshua, Hamashiach, uh, who's known as Jesus Christ as well. I believe in him. Just know that this is going to line up to all these. Okay, just bear with me. But anyway, he said to me that you like what you see because it's obvious that it's good. Like, it's good that we're waking up to know that we're Israel. It's great to know that, hey, we were lied to saying we're African-American and black. But really, we're Israelites, you know. But you dislike what you see. You dislike what you don't understand. And I understand that. Like, you dislike what you don't understand. And I was like, that is very true. Because we always don't, we don't like, oh... I don't understand like why they celebrating Christmas and it's pagan and they know it's pagan. Why I don't understand that, you know, or some of them blindly are just going to church on Sunday, not knowing it's not the Sabbath, but they just blindly are doing it or whether they know it or not. It's like, they're still, it's like, I, I didn't understand like, okay, well, father, like, isn't it obvious in the word, you know? Isn't it obvious? Because, you know, because it's obvious that it's good. You like what you see because it's obvious that it's good. But I didn't know anything about the Bible. <laughs> Did you think about it? Because I was a heathen right before I knew I was Israel. <laughs> before I accepted Yahshua as uh, my Lord and Savior. You know, right before that. So, yeah. And so, that's so funny. But, yeah. And I didn't even understand the Bible until, like, my senior year of high school going into my uh because i was actually reading the bible all the time but anyway 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 so yes um so he said that to me and i was like hmm and i wrote it and i paused because i was like making sure i'm about to write something right because it's just concerning his people and i'm so sorry if you're hebrew and you're mad at me as a woman teaching this but the father really spoke this to me and it was very tough for me it was like it was good for me because i was wondering about it but the father really was getting on to me like he was like yeah I'm, i don't like hypocrisy he told me he said you know you tell people to do one thing and they don't do it either like but they don't do the other thing that they're supposed to do you know it's just hypocrisy but anyway he said to me for you dislike doctrines of commandments of men but don't but don't reject christianity don't don't reject those in christianity excuse me don't reject those in christianity remember that for you say pants is a sin but I never said that. But because you heard it, you received it, making doctrines of commandments of men. He spoke that. I was like, what? <laughs> I like literally wrote that. I was like, oh my gosh. He says, so Christians having doctrines of commandments of men, such as like Christmas, Easter, all those things, you know, right? You know, not keeping the Sabbath. You know, they have other doctrines probably that I don't really know about, I'm not aware about. But also, my people who have woken up have doctrines of commandments of men. And then he continues, For I never said pants is a sin, and I never said a woman couldn't teach outside of the home. For this is a doctrine of commandments of men who don't understand my word. For women balance the men and vice versa. 
I, Yahuwah, will use many women in this season, for they have been in the wilderness, but now they will come out and teach by my Ruach HaKodesh, by my Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Um, now concerning wardrobe that you put on your body, I want all my people to be modest inside and outside, but I truly want their heart, for I see doctrines of commandments of men hurting many of my servants, and they either don't see how to be modest and, and in a sense of like, in a sense of like, not in a sense of, oh, you can't wear pants, but in a sense of like, they don't realize like, oh, it's good to be modest. Oh, it's good to like, oh, wear looser clothes and things like that. They don't see because they're so hurt by that doctrine of, oh, I can't wear this. I can't wear that. Oh, abomination. If you wear this, you're abomination. God doesn't see you. Like, I've heard stuff like that. And I've seen people say like, I'm church hurt. And so therefore, I've noticed their outfits. It's like, dang, you know, if they can know how great it is. But anyway. But not judging and like, condemning them or anything. I'm just saying, like, I see why people dress certain ways because they've been so hurt that they're like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. God sees our heart. But then they miss, you know. And the father is angry about that, how these doctrines have hurt his servants, you know. And they run away from my truth. They run away from the fact that they could keep the other commandments as well about keeping the sabbath and as well as being modest and about keeping this holy feast and getting rid of pagan holidays but they still hmm they still turn my servants away because they're not understanding that they're not awake yet or they're not understanding that hey it's okay that they may not dress like that yet like it's okay like they may not wear they may wear tight clothes but dang like <laughs> they may not be there yet they haven't convicted them yet because they didn't think to ask or anything because they haven't been taught that you know and that's okay you know but yeah but anyway sorry 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 and he said omega tell your parents by the way that's my name if you don't know <laughs> omega tell your parents specifically your dad this message thus saith yahuwah mm. and nothing against my dad by the way once again it's just what he told me and he said omega those scriptures in the new testament is out of its proper context and i never said nor did paul meant for all women to keep silent women were misbehaving and acting like the roman women and men were being disrespectful too and that's why the women were rebelling and they were acting like the roman culture and forgot about my creation order and they were trying to usurp their authority over the man but it's not saying a woman can't ask questions it's not saying a woman can't prophesy and it's not saying a woman can't teach my word for if the man doesn't know my word and a woman does then i will use the woman hallelujah and then i mentioned judith last time but he here's what in my last episode he says remember my servant judith she had the courage to trick and defeat those coming against them. The men were acting scared and had no faith in me. But Judith did, and so I used a widowed woman. This is not a rebellious movement, but this is to tell you to tell many more of my people to stop teaching doctrines of commandments of men. Thus saith Yahuwah. Sorry, this is a lot. Also concerning divorce. Okay, so if you don't know the background, a lot of the Israelite men, they... they Hmm. They like to the like they believe in polygamy, which is fine. I mean, it's fine if you have a polygamous relationship. Don't be turned off by this. Why I'm saying this, but I don't want that. But anyway, they think that because their wife isn't behaving right, they can divorce them according to the Old Testament. But according to the renewed covenant, Christ literally said, 
you know, I'll get into it, but they do this thing where they can just divorce and divorce and divorce and then marry someone new, but they pretty much just allowed their wives to be in adultery by default, you know? But yeah, and he said concerning the divorce, and he said, I never wanted divorce as my son Yahushua. Yahshua has spoken of my words in Matthew 5, 31 through 32, which says... Furthermore, it has been said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife for any reason except sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a woman who is divorced commits adultery. That's tough. I mean, that's tough. Also, sorry for all the swallowing. Also in Mark 10, 1 through 12, specifically verses 6 through 12 says, but from the beginning of the creation... Yah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what Yah has joined, Yahuwah has joined together, let no man separate. In the house, his disciples also asked him again about the same matter. So he said to them, whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And then he says, for my people see that in the Torah, I allowed them to divorce their wives because I had to fulfill prophecy. Hallelujah. I never permitted divorce, but except through your stiff-neckedness. I see my people divorcing their women because they aren't doing what they thought they were to do for them because they never ask me of who they should marry. Hallelujah. But through their lust, they are being sexually immoral and marrying whomever they feel like it because they, they found out polygamy was great, but then they realize, oh, this woman is not going to do what I want or they're not acting right, so I'm by not all of them do this by the way not not every single one of them but there's some of them that do this and he's not well pleased with this and some of them teach this doctrine as well but they don't put their wives away every second but like they teach it and say it's good but it's not good it literally says it's not good <laughs> it says it's not good <laughs> and i see my people divorcing their women and oh yeah i just read that sorry 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 but through their lust they are being sexually immoral and also i've heard doctrines of like oh because um since uh, since committing adultery is um, uh, when you lie with another man's wife and vice versa, you know, that's committing adultery, right? Oh, sorry, y'all. That's committing adultery. And hallelujah. That's committing adultery. But they make the excuse of, well, if you lie with another woman and, well, she's not married and things like that, like, that's not adultery, but that's still sexual immorality. The father revealed that to me. He said that is still sexual immorality. He said that is an abomination. I don't want you to just go and have sex with people just because, oh, it's not adultery or because you lusted. For isn't it, I said, father, isn't it written in your word that it says, I, I told him, I said, isn't it written in your word that it says flee sexual immorality? And it also says another word for fornication, but is a Greek word, but it just really means sexual morality, being a whore pretty much. But anyway, done not, nothing against anyone who's, you know, still going through that. Like, you know, the father is got he got you, okay? He gonna put he gonna help you out. But anyway, sexual morality. He said that is still sexual morality, and that is not of me. I never said to just because it's not adultery doesn't mean it's not whoredom. And I was like, ooh. Because some 
want to say oh it's okay like it's not adultery so you can't say it's adultery but it's still in a sense of cheating because in your heart you wanted this woman because your wife probably wasn't doing what you thought she would do that's that's technically adultery but not really it's sexual immorality and the father is not well pleased with that. He don't want that. He don't want sexual immorality. It says, "Isn't I said, isn't it written in your word?" Sorry, I didn't even finish. And yeah, also, yeah, I said, "Isn't it written in your word that it says that the sexual immoral shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of Yah?" In the kingdom of God, didn't it say that? I would I would quote the scripture back to the father because I'd be like, "Father, this hypocrisy." I would tell him. And then he just downloaded all this to me and he's telling me, he's speaking through me right now, y'all. I'm not exaggerating. He said, that's hypocrisy. He said, you cannot tell Christians to do certain things and say they are not of me. But then you guys use these things in my people that are woken up to know that they're Israel, but they're still sleeping on the fact that they need to be careful of saying who's not of me. And because they don't do certain things that according to my scripture, but then they still are divorcing their wives when I clearly said not to do that. I never wanted that. My son specifically said that. And it's tough, man. And it is so tough. Like, I was like, I was wondering that. And I was like, well, that's hypocrisy to say, well, they shouldn't be breaking the Sabbath, but then you divorcing, like, left and right. Like, what? That's not fair. Oh, but you can go and have sex with this woman just because she ain't married. Like, what? That, no. Father is not an author of confusion, nor is he a respecter of persons. He's not going to be a hypocrite. He's not going to be, be like, oh, it don't matter. No, yeah, it does matter because the father don't play. And I'm sorry if I'm so harsh in this episode, but I'm... I'm speaking out of the wrath of the father because he's mad and I'm mad too. And it's like his wrath in me. And it's it's upsetting to him because he said, literally to me, he said, it's hypocrisy. He said, I don't like that. I never said for my people to just, just because you had sex with this woman and just like, oh, well, I didn't commit adultery. But you still some form of sexual morality. There's so many different forms of sexual morality. It just may not be called adultery. It's called sexual immorality. <laughs> Literally, there's so many forms of sexual immorality. And so, yeah, he told me that. And now he says, he says, for teaching to put your wife away when or if she's not acting right, needs to turn to, I need to pray for my wife or wives. He even told me wives, more than one wife, because some they did have more than one wife. And that's fine with me. I don't mind. But I don't personally want that, you know, but um, or wives, lest I sin and divorce her because we are one and I love her. Y'all gave me to her. So I will pray that I don't divorce her. See, that's what the father wants the type of prayers to be just like a woman praying for her husband, like my grandmother. Hallelujah. When um, my grandmother um, would or notice that my grandpa would, which is her husband, didn't have the money coming from like gambling and stuff. She would go and pray. She would go and pray. She would pray for her husband and the father will provide. She didn't, you know, she didn't say, oh my God, my husband's horrible. I'm divorcing him. He's horrible. You know what she did? She prayed for him. Like, why is it when the women, hallelujah, mm, the women go quickly to pray for their husbands, but the men are quick to be like, oh no, I can't handle this woman. Like, um, don't you know, is it written in the word that you can't divorce your wife except through sexual immorality? <laughs> Doesn't it say that? 
and in pretty much adultery technically and that's just so it just like makes me and not me but the father upset and he's just like why can't the men pray that over their women some men probably are but some men are not even in christian i'm not just talking about my people just in christianity too you know and all those people that i love so much that they're so quick to divorce you know and it's just like oh whoa wait wait it's just a fight like it ain't (laughs) divorce worthy but um and in my marriage and family class, hallelujah, I didn't think this episode would be this long. And the father is just reminding me of stuff. Marriage and family class, um, he talked about the D word is not meant, not supposed to be mentioned in marriage. And the D word is divorce. And when we said it, we were like, he said, do you guys know the D word? And we're like, divorce. He said, oh, you're not supposed to say it. And we're all laughing. And it was so funny because I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, because I was like, that's what I've noticed. I I was like, why is divorce so quick in someone's mind to be like, oh, I can divorce? No, the father doesn't want that. And so anyway, what I say this is that my grandmother and my grandpa, their relationship, like he wasn't really a Christian, but at first they really weren't Christians. And then my mother, I mean, my grandmother became Christian in, in their marriage and they still stood, stayed together even through the mess. And my grandpa was a drinker and I'm just telling it all, but they're passed away now but they're um but my but hallelujah my mother i mean my grandmother excuse me my grandmother on my dad's side of the family she was a prayer warrior she prayed for her children she man she prayed up a storm she prayed for her husband and it's like her husband couldn't pray because like obviously he wasn't annoyed like filled with the holy spirit at the moment like he wasn't following christ he was not no he was not about to pray for nobody but anyway instead she knew her husband had a drinking problem hallelujah Mm. she knew her husband had a a, a gambling problem but guess what she prayed for him and she prayed that she that the father will provide for them provide for by the way my grandma had 14 kids y'all that's a lot and some obviously grew up and got out of the house, but like, you know, but it was just like, you know how deep that is? And she stuck with this man, not only because she loved him, but because of what the Bible says, you know, and it, it's like he didn't treat her wrong. He was a mess, but she didn't divorce him because he was a drinker, because he, um, uh, because he was gambling and because he was doing this and that wrong, but he was a good man too at the same time. He may have done some things wrong, but you know what? He was still faithful to this woman. He was faithful to her. And she was faithful because she prayed for him. She didn't just be like, oh God, I give up. I'm divorcing this man. He crazy. No, this woman of my grandmother, I wish I would have met her, man. I'm getting all teary-eyed. I wish I would have met her. But it makes me, oh my God. It makes me so upset that my people, Israel, and the father's people just want to be quick to divorce their wives and i'm a woman and it's just like dang if i don't please you well enough like pray that i can like why are you just going quick to divorce me because i'm not pleasing you well enough or like what if there's something that maybe you probably aren't doing you know you never know it's not always one-sided you know and it's just like dang <laughs> and it's just like it hurts me and just seeing my grandmother suck it out even through her pain and she was hurting she would always pray my dad would always say she always prayed always prayed like when when in doubt something crazy went wrong she prayed that's a good woman you know like come on now come on men come on 
you know come on females let's clap for that let's snap for that because that is deep but yes but let me continue on i just the father had me go on and reminded me of things that were very important to him because he said remember the women pray why is it when the women pray why can't the men pray what's wrong with praying gotta pray 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 and, and even hallelujah i mean he's reminding me of scripture in james 5 i love that i love that this scripture you know how um in scripture where it says when when you're with one another not in marriage this is like just brethren in general just like brothers and sisters in christ just dwelling with one another and it says like confess your sins to one another for and that they can pray for one another laying hands and with oil on them and for a fervent prayer for righteous one avails much and it's the same way with marriage it's not oh well let me tell you like uh man i, I don't know how to play i don't know you know pray for them that they will be able to help you know and vice versa and that's what exactly hallelujah what my grandmother did she prayed for her husband and prayed that she would provide even through his foolishness because he was not he was a mess but he was good to her and she was faithful woman and the father looks for faithful people to him but also in a marriage he wants us to stay faithful to our spouses and he doesn't like that and so if you cannot fervently pray for your spouse then why did you get married? Why did you get married? You know, think about that. If you cannot fervently pray by the Ruach HaKodesh, if you, and also I'm going to do a, a, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit telling me, um, I need to do an episode on about the Holy Spirit because I know a lot of, some of my people don't believe that the Holy Spirit can dwell in us and guide us and lead us into understanding the truth and not just the truth, but understanding of how he guides us and leads us and not just understanding this book and you can just read it and like, oh, that's great, but there's other things that is misinterpreted and that by your by his spirit he has it will his, the helper will help us and help them you know do what they need to do and so yes 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 hallelujah but yeah i would love to do a, i would love to do an episode on that and by the holy spirit i feel like i had it oh my gosh i had a dream about this oh my goodness you guys this is crazy wow that is so crazy i literally had a dream about this that is so crazy i'm remembering it wow i wow this is so meant to be wow hallelujah all praises to the most high god i remember saying those exact words about the holy spirit i was like and then i just paused and i was like oh my god i had a dream about this like years ago wow y'all this is deep this is deep stuff it got deep in this uh podcast episode i didn't think i would i would go on a tangent um it's not even a tangent it's just a holy spirit flowing out of me but i didn't expect this i thought i was just gonna read it and then explain after but i still got a little bit more to read but yeah anyway he's just just not well pleased with his doctrines and just telling people like oh if your woman is not pleasing you divorce them no if you get in an argument don't don't especially in like most christians do that like oh divorce because you know and also hmm in my marriage and family class i mean the father is just reminding me of stuff about in my marriage and family class that most divorce happen because of unmet expectations and one of those things probably no one's praying no one's seeking the most high how to stay in this relationship but also how to be a helpful person not only the women help meet helping the man but also the man being a good husband you know being a good man and so anyway yeah and so the unmet expectations and that's what people divorce and that's what it looks like for 
my people in the community and also other Christians, they just divorce. Like, okay, bye. <laughs> but like, dang, like, you don't divorce me because I don't know how to please you. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, we're just getting married. Like, I never lived with someone before. You know what I mean? Especially with polygamous relationships. Um, it's just like, I'm not used to having, seeing more than one person in this house. Like, I don't know. I'm not used to cleaning and cooking 24-7. Like, help me. Pray that you I receive strength. Like, I'm trying to please you, but I don't know what I'm doing. Or I'm not used to, oh, I have to go out and, you know, I'm not used to doing this, you know? It's like, we have to be patient for, uh, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not boastful. And so, yeah, anyway, so yeah, I mean, the father is just, man, man, you don't, you know how, like, you don't realize how much you know the Bible until, like, the Holy Spirit moves upon you to quote scriptures and be like, oh, I didn't know I knew that scripture still. <laughs> That's a good scripture. But yeah, um, I wonder if anyone else relates to that. But anyway, if you have it, just know it'll happen at some point because it happens. But anyway, let me finish. <laughs> So pretty much with that, pray for your pray for your wives and, and and wives pray for your husbands. Pretty much is what the father is wanting. Because the women are eager to pray for their husbands because they want to hold on. But the men just I don't know. Mm. But anyway, but the father is yeah, he's bringing order. For I, Yahweh, see the awakening of my people using vulgar language, divorcing their wives if they feel like it, and also teaching doctrines of commandments of men concerning women not being able to teach, and women not able to wear pants, and women not able to do pretty much nothing but take care of the house, which isn't true, you know, as I mentioned in my last episode. And Christians and my people, Israel, 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 excuse me. <laughs> can be judged equally so repent thus saith yahuwah and i'm finished with that and that's what he told me and so with that being said i just really hope that this inspires many of you of the mint women to be careful who you marry and men be careful who you choose as a wife let the holy spirit guide you i know they say the holy spirit don't dwell in me or you don't dwell in us but it's like um, it says it in the word. Like, I'm confused. It literally says, the Holy Spirit will dwell in you and guide you into truth. <laughs> when you believe in the Son. Like, I don't know. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on that. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. The Father is just moving. Because I was asking what episodes to do next. And then he's just blowing. But yes. Y'all, this is not to bash any men. Whether in Christianity of celebrating other holidays or Israelite men who know that they're they're Hebrews and like they're so-called black men technically, but in this world, but we're actually Israelites. Just know that I'm not bashing anybody. I'm literally quoting what the Father has spoken to me. He's reminding me of stuff, and that is wicked. And I'm literally about to cry in this episode because it hurt my heart to see like my grandmother fought for that marriage and she prayed for her husband. She prayed that he would provide for them but then like she didn't divorce him she didn't be like okay bye maybe it could have gone in her mind and you're not so gonna say like i don't know everything about my grandmother but i know for sure that she fought she fought the good fight and in the end she went to heaven you know that's great you know that's amazing you know how that's a virtuous woman that's what a woman should be and and i think that's really good and man 
and yeah they may obviously had ups and downs in their marriage everyone fights okay you can't deny that everyone fights in their marriage i know when i get married i'm gonna be fighting too okay not because i want to but because like you just have some disagreements and just pray like okay well my bad i'll just you know i'll pray about it you know i'm gonna be respectful and he gonna be respectful but we're gonna have to dissolve it at some point but um you know but obviously i'm not gonna be disrespectful you know, like, oh, you serve my authority, like, no, I know better than you, but no, I'm not gonna do that, but anyway, you guys get the point, anyway, you guys get this, um, you guys can tell the Holy Spirit just dried out, because I just started rambling, but anyway, but yes, guys, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode, my heart is melting in excitement, because I did not expect to make this episode, oh, my heart is so happy, but still nervous, because I know someone's gonna listen to it, but also, I would like to make an episode on profanity, vulgar language, things like that, because the Father is not well pleased with that either while his people, because I know Christians don't use profanity, they say that that's wicked because of this scripture, that scripture, da 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 but other Israelites say it's okay, and well, Christ did, John did, but they didn't, but anyway and so yeah and even the father has convicted me he said no 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 don't talk like that you know he would tell me that i would sometimes be like not not because i was doing it or i was doing it but i would feel convicted of doing that i would feel weird to say the f word like why would i say shut the up like it just sounds like oh i wouldn't say that that's so ungodly to say that (laughs) like you know what i mean like but just know i'm praying and hoping that i'll make an episode on that but also hopefully my part three of my testimony will come out and i hope that you guys have been enjoying my episodes <laughs> um yes i'm so happy man i wish i could talk to you in person i just feel like man i'm just talking to myself obviously but <laughs> oh well but at the same time i'm still talking to you guys and i really love you guys and the holy spirit i'm not really talking it's the holy spirit it's the most high god spirit talking to y'all so he obviously um y'all i said y'all lol oklahoman right here but um anyway um (laughs) i am just so happy that i got this out of the way and i feel so relieved like you know how you meant to do something you feel so relieved that you did it that's what i feel like so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i hope you guys are blessed stay blessed keep praying to be blessed because the father has revealed to me to just keep asking to be blessed like not all the time don't be greedy don't be like father i want a uh uh a yachty or not a yachty but a yachty uh like a nice ford like i want to give me a new brand new like okay now calm down don't be greedy but like it's nothing wrong with getting that but like if you know you don't have money for you if you know don't be trying to be giving yourself false hope now okay but it's okay but i'm I'm basing this off of my last video or last video last episode because i mentioned that i asked the father what to wear and like to bless me with more clothes and he did like he did whether pants or dresses he did and so um yeah so anyway um yeah so i'm done i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know these episodes have been long recently and i was trying not to but i was like oh it's gonna be long anyway your holy spirit flowing but anyway love you guys blessings um to you yahua loves you so much and that uh, in yahshua hamashiach yahushua yahawashai and also jesus you know that's another translation 
trans transliteration excuse me that is used as well which you know if you use it i'm not gonna be like oh my god but like yeah i just say yashua or yahushua so yeah so be blessed you guys love you bye